Hi there, I'm Andy Lachmiers, and welcome to German New Medicine Made Easy. This is your one-stop shop for physical, mental, and behavioral answers. You can listen to this episode as a podcast. You can watch me recording it as a video on YouTube. You can read the transcription or read it as a blog on my website, andylachmiers.com. If you don't know German New Medicine, I would have you watch my very first episode, which is called What is German New Medicine? because this episode will make a lot more sense if you understand the basics. Today's episode is called, What's the Real Issue? Our Current Status from a GNM Perspective. Now I had to come up with a title like this because I've been advised not to put the word COVID or coronavirus or pandemic in any subject headings or titles because they're getting deleted from many of the social media platforms with all the censoring that's occurring, unfortunately. This is the strange alternate reality in which we now live, unfortunately. In this episode, we'll talk about COVID testing, vaccines, and the current upsurge in COVID cases while there's a decrease in COVID deaths. And it's all from a German new medicine perspective, and it's my opinion. I live in Western North Carolina, where we are now required to wear masks when we're in stores. Later, I'll either show you my mask so you can see it if you're on YouTube, or I'll describe it if you're listening to this as a podcast, so you can see what my solution was to wearing a mask. I do believe it's important right now to keep your sense of humor and to be creative. So let's start with COVID-19 testing. What are the tests looking for from a GNM perspective? Well, you have to understand there are two kinds of tests available for COVID-19 in general, the viral tests that are looking for the virus that supposedly causes this disease, and antibody tests that test for the antibodies which they believe are produced after you've had a disease. They believe antibodies might provide protection from getting infected with the virus again, but of course there's no guarantee, they say. Why do they put in this disclaimer? Well, stay with me on that one. So we have viral testing and antibody testing. And there is so much inaccurate information about these, it's almost difficult to know where to even begin to describe this. The reason there is so much inaccurate information here is because allopathic medicine began because of the theory that microbes invade our bodies and cause diseases, and we have an entire system of medicine based on this false theory. They even still call it the germ theory. It's not proven. Louis Pasteur, who invented this theory, is said to have recanted it before he died. He realized there was no such thing as germs getting into our body and creating havoc. But John D. Rockefeller and Andrew Carnegie and their cronies had the Flexner Report written, which changed the course of medical history in our country in 1910. They changed it to the streamlined, monopolistic business that we have today. They knew that to control medicine and the future of medicine, you had to control medical schools and you had to control the new AMA, and that is exactly what they did. All med schools were required to now teach about drugs that Rockefeller and his cronies held the patents to. They knew this would be a good business model because if you can just kill the germs with their patented drugs, then you wouldn't get sick. Well, as you can see, this entire belief system is flawed. It didn't work, and it still doesn't work. Today, functional medicine has proven the existence of trillions of microbes in our bodies that aren't causing us to be sick. 
In fact, we now know that we can't live without them. They are vital for our life and for our health. And 35 plus years ago, Dr. Hammer discovered these trillions of microbes have very specific jobs. They either do cell breakdown or cell replenishment when we're in the healing phase. This is nature at its finest. Just because an activated microbe is busy performing a specific task when you have symptoms doesn't mean it causes the symptoms. It's like saying eating bread causes people to commit crimes because most people who commit a crime had some form of bread for breakfast that day. Bread is the culprit just like microbes are the culprit. Yeah, I don't think so. In fact, the opposite is true. Microbes, including viruses, if they exist, are helping us return the body to homeostasis and health. So using testing to look for a certain virus or an exosome or any other microbe, no matter what you want to call it, is irrelevant. It's not causing symptoms. As these tests are discovering, they're finding the supposed virus in many people who don't have symptoms and who will never experience symptoms. Yes, we have billions of these RNA protein particles they call viruses or exosomes in our bodies, and they don't make us sick. Let's look at antibody testing. Modern medicine believes the presence of antibodies means you have already had a, quote, disease, and that the antibodies that were created because of that disease will now keep you safe, or at least a little safer, because they supposedly fight the virus. And there's so much just plain wrong with this statement, but let's start with do antibodies really exist? Yes, they do. Antibodies, however, do not prove the existence of a virus. The existence of antibodies in the body proves the existence of antibodies, and that's it. Consider this. If you are wounded, let's say you get into a motorcycle accident and you have road rash over half of your body, the number of antibodies in your body will rise as your body begins to heal. Modern medicine knows that antibodies are important for healing. So because they have to make everything fit the germ theory, they theorized that antibodies fight viruses enough, even though there's no evidence of that. It's just a theory. Dr. Hammer's work confirmed that antibodies alert the body to reactivate a program after a conflict relapse. Anytime a person sets on a track and has a conflict relapse, it's the antibodies that sound the alarm and activate the healing phase yet again. Think of any hanging healing. This is what occurs 100% of the time. There is no need for any disclaimers, exceptions, or excuses that antibodies may or may not help. In GNM, we know that antibodies are always helping us to survive. Testing is another source of fear. Will I test positive? Will my spouse test positive? Will I be sick? Will we die? What, if, what do I do if it's a false positive? And if it's negative, when should I get tested again? These are all fear-based questions that run through people's heads. And this heightens the nervous system, which makes people more susceptible to experiencing conflict shocks. So let's look at why we're seeing an upsurge in COVID diagnoses and a decrease in deaths here in the United States. First, let me say that what I'm about to say is my opinion, and I also want to say it's probably just part of the answer. I'm sure there's more to it than this, especially when you look at demographics, age, comorbidities, etc. I'm really just giving you something to think about here. So with that being said, if I were to greatly generalize, I would say we have 
two kinds of people right now. People who are afraid of catching the COVID virus and people who don't want the government to impose restrictions on them and they think COVID's pretty much a hoax. So we're going to call these the virus folks and the hoax folks. And I know this is a large generalization, but stay with me for a minute. When we first started hearing about COVID back in December, January, the virus folks got scared. I believe we would say they were probably conflict active to a degree. When governments started imposing restrictions and lockdowns, these people relaxed. Oh good, the government's finally doing something. I'm not going to come into contact with others so I won't get sick. They then resolved their conflict and they entered the healing phase. They were then diagnosed with COVID-19. We certainly saw this trend in Italy and I talked about it in episode three on February 10th. This was the initial surge of deaths in the United States in early April. And as we know, the majority of these folks were over 75. Meanwhile, during the lockdowns, the government restrictions, you have the other people chafing at the bit. How dare the government tell me I have to wear a mask, that I can't leave my house, that I can't go to work. This is crazy. This started in the United States with the lockdowns in April and continued into May. They were conflict active during the most restrictive time of the lockdown, a few months after the virus believers were conflict active. The easing of the lockdown in the U.S. began in late May, early June. And my thoughts is that the hoax group partially resolved their conflict. Yay, we can get out and do things now. And then they had some symptoms, which we would expect, and they weren't nearly as life-threatening. We know the number of deaths has been steadily decreasing since early May, except for one day, and that's June 25th. But with the potential of the easing of the lockdown, the virus folks got scared again. And while we've seen a small increase on some days in deaths, they still aren't dying at the same rate as before. And why not? It's because the conflict active phase that we're seeing in both groups now just isn't as intense anymore. We've been living with this for a while. So it's not the initial shock that we had early on. And again, this is my theory for what it's worth. At this point, we still have fear in the headlines because while the number of deaths has decreased steadily since April, the numbers of people who supposedly test positive has greatly increased because of testing. Testing, government restrictions, fear of a virus. Many people live on this roller coaster, but you don't have to. You can get off the hamster wheel, which is what I'll talk about soon. Couple more thoughts on COVID testing. I'm not aware that they've ever tested for the coronavirus, at least not like they are now. Remember the coronavirus was first discovered about 70 years ago. It's nothing new. We have many variations of them in our bodies all the time. They are part of nature. We are part of nature. And then there's politics. Hospitals being told to label deaths as COVID deaths, even with a negative COVID test, and so on. And according to the CDC, I just found this out, they're no longer saying COVID, they're using PIC, P-I-C, instead, which stands for pneumonia, influenza, or COVID-19. Hey, let's just expand the pool here, right? This means that someone can test negative for COVID-19, die from pneumonia, and still be counted as part of the COVID-19 pretend pandemic. So politics, of course, muddies the water when it comes to all of the headlines, which stokes the fear. 
Now I want to touch briefly on vaccines. People send me articles and videos all about all the horrible stuff that's going to be put in vaccines, how it will alter our DNA, that vaccines will be forced upon us, we're losing our rights. First of all, I want to say, I get it, right? I don't like this any more than you do. And I want to ask you, is your nervous system heightened when you think of the vaccines? Do you feel upset about this? It may not be, but if it is, then consider that your imagining and the spreading of your imagining isn't necessarily helping you stay balanced. And thus you may experience more conflict shocks related to the vaccine, just like the people afraid of the COVID virus. Let's stay with reality. Yes, they are designing vaccines. Allopathic medicine is a business model and vaccines are good for business. Yes, the vaccines will have toxic crap in them since they rarely make a vaccine without toxic crap. They do, but they don't advertise that. No, there will be little to no safety testing. This is reality. It is what it is. There's too much pressure to get it to the people who believe in viruses, and there is way too much money to be made here. Beyond that, it's all speculation. Giving energy to the wild fears that speculating brings puts us in a better position to experience a conflict shock. We are no more enlightened than people thinking the virus is going to invade our body and make us sick right? It's the same pattern of fear. We know GNM to be empowering, so let yourself be empowered. Stay calm. Call your legislators and let your voice be heard. Call them every day if you want to. Join groups that oppose mandatory vaccines if you need to do more. Teach GNM to everyone you know. When they finally create a vaccine, stay calm and be proactive pragmatically. If it becomes a mandatory vaccine, and that's a big if right now, take care of yourself. What they perceive as a virus in the vaccine won't hurt you. And as far as all the toxic crap, research all the ingredients and find out how to detox them all out of your body immediately. It is certainly possible to do this, and that's what I'm going to do if it comes to that. Know that your body is far more resilient and magnificent than your fears are. So back to my mask. My mask is made out of white lace. Yes, I made it. This is what it looks like if you're on YouTube. So you can see it's basically lace that has, it's white lace that has lots of holes in it. It's totally like see-through. I made doll clothes for my granddaughter's dolls with some of this lace. And I thought, hmm, this will make a great mask. I can breathe just fine in it. So this is again what it looks like. I've got the elastic that goes over my ears. And you'll see in the middle of it, I've written with a black Sharpie, 0.0004%. And those letters are about an inch high. So if you're walking past me, you can see them pretty darn well. So what does 0.0004% represent? It's the chances of dying from COVID-19 here in the US. In Italy, your chance of dying is 0.0005%. In the UK, it's 0.0006%. In Australia, it's 0.0000005%. So in other words, your chances of dying from COVID-19, no matter where you are, are infinitesimal. What's the real issue here? Is it a virus? Of course not. It's our conflict shocks, which are determined by our psyche's perception of the events in our lives which are determined by our beliefs and our fears. 
testing, vaccines, these are all irrelevant and bogus, even though the system we live in doesn't think so. But your beliefs and thoughts about testing and vaccines and viruses for that matter, they matter here. I wanna speak for a minute to those of you who may have lost a loved one to COVID-19, or maybe a family member was very sick with it. And first I wanna say I'm very sorry for your loss. Next, I wanna say, please take care of yourself. Your fear may be heightened. I don't wanna get sick as you deal with your grief on top of your fear. This puts you in a more vulnerable position, which increases your chances of having a conflict shock. Please know that you can empower yourself. Everyone can. Learn from your experiences by looking at them from a different perspective. You may see something you've never seen before. The bottom line here for everyone is stay out of fear. Know when your nervous system is heightened and have tools and techniques to bring you into balance. You'll experience less conflict shocks and you'll downgrade severe conflict shocks more effectively, making your healing phase less complicated. Learn GNM and share it with others, please, as much as you can. Know when to use the current medical system we have and learn when it's important to find other answers, such as what GNM can give us. Remember, I teach this. I have a course on this that anyone around the world can take. It's virtual. It's easy to access. AndyLockMuse.com. We all really are still in the driver's seat of your own life and your health. So stay rooted in the driver's seat. Stay calm and move forward without fear, taking action when you need to. I mentioned keeping your sense of humor earlier and being creative, and I think those are two qualities we need more of right now. I've chosen to focus my attention on spreading the news of GNM, so I live in my own GNM bubble, and I'm really happy there. And I've taken up watercolor painting and jigsaw puzzles with my husband. How fun is that? So find what you can do that brings you joy right now and focus on that. Wayne Dyer said, everything you are against weakens you. Everything you are for empowers you. You are in control of your thoughts and where you focus your attention. This is your superpower. Never forget that. And of course, make that mask out of lace. So I'll catch you next time. And if you're a holistic practitioner, please check out my brand new GNM for Practitioners course at andylockmears.com.